Hi, I'm Okira Banks. Welcome to the Style Lounge. Get comfortable. Here we are, 2018, the start of a new year. And for us in the entertainment industry, it's the onslaught on award season. Just wrapped Golden Globes. Yay, Oprah. Next, Critics' Choice, Image Awards, SAG Awards, Grammys, Oscars, and so many I barely can keep up. Our guest is an amazing actor and leading man. You know him from Avatar, Jumping the Broom, Fast and Furious, Southland, Breakout Kings, Mysteries of Laura, Detroit, and so much more. Let's talk movies, TV, music, and his latest venture, Drinks with Laz. You're adding mixologist to your resume. You know, uh, how you doing, first of all? Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you O'Kara. for coming. Mm-hmm. Welcome Thanks. to the Style Lounge, Oh, I'm Laz so happy Alonzo. to be in the Style Lounge. I, uh, I, I planned out my, my outfit last night. <laughs> I set it out like you know the day, like your first day of school, uh-huh. where you put it on the bed and you just gotta mix and match, make sure it's right. Cause mm-hmm. I knew you were gonna you be was looking. Nervous. Yeah, I, and I was, did. Palms were sweating coming out the garage today. I was like, all right, she gonna say we'll something. We'll see what she gonna say. Well, that's good, Lord. But before we get started, then I have to ask you, what what are you wearing? I'm wearing a uh, G Star. Mm-hmm. I like the way G Star fits. You know, my lower quarters of my body I from love the waist down. I like they, G-Star from the waist up. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm a medium. I'm, I'm, I'm a waist down kind of G-Star guy. I'm mm-hmm. not really feeling the waist up stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, for me, I just really buy what is comfortable and what fits my build. Mm-hmm. Um, I have really long arms. I have a wide back mm-hmm. and a short torso. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to find shirts that fit uh, athletically shaped, you know, men. Mm. Mostly black men, you know, when we have these conversations. They all have an athletic build. Yeah, because I'm a 17-inch neck, mm-hmm. 36 and a half inch sleeve. Mm-hmm. So usually those shirts... I'm going to keep that comment to myself that I was about to say. Usually those shirts come with a very big midsection. Like well, they you think you have, have a big stomach. Well, you need to tailor or you have to do designers. You got to tailor or do designers, mm-hmm. right. So there are very few stores where you can find off-the-rack stuff that are you know form that are form, slim fitting, mm-hmm. um, but that accommodate those measurements. Right. So, <clears throat> I think you're more off the rack than what you think you are. I just think you haven't found the right designers to play in. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Usually, though, it's funny because um, with dress shirts, mm-hmm. for for my sizes to be off the rack, you're not paying less than three hundred dollars a shirt. That's about right. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I do know one or two designers that make shirts off the rack for Who's me that, that instantly. Um, I gotta think. I, I have them written down on my phone, and I know, and I know where they're at. I gotta go to Saks. Oh, okay. You know, the, yeah. the, Ted I, Baker may be good for you too. I haven't. Uh, Ted Baker's good for guys with long arms. Really? Yeah. And slim, yeah. slim. Yep. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So that's the thing is, you know, when when, when you have that athletic build, unless you get it custom made. Mm-hmm. You know, which, you know, you know, I have a few custom made suits, suits and shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's rough. It's rough out here. It's for not that rough. You just don't like shopping that much. Uh, so. No, nah, I don't. You're right. <laughs> I only go shopping when I absolutely have to. Mm. And, then, I, and then it's a job. Then it's a job. Told him he need to let me help him. If I can stay out of the He's mall. scared of me, though. If I can stay out of the mall. Because you remind me of my mom. <laughs> See, this is how my mom uh, gives me advice. <laughs> oh. She starts off. 
by completely destroying I what do, I'm currently doing. I do not destroy She's going to criticize me first and then give me the advice. I and, do not And destroy. that's O'Kara's style no, of, it's all of helping love. you out. She's like, okay, I'm going to help you out because, you know, I really care about you, Laz, and you know your look is so important to your brand. It is. Now, because currently your look is horrible, <laughs> but I can work with you. I, I can I can do some things with you. It's like, okay, thank you, O'Kara. That's Please, not, bless me. But bless look, me. but do I not? If I've said something off, have I not replaced it with something? Oh, no, you you are, you you know your stuff. Thank you. You're good. You All know, right. what she says is on point. Thank you. Um, but you know, you, you just got to get through that first section. <laughs> <laughs> that what, first section look, is if, the rough section. If I care about you, I tell you the truth. Right. If I don't, I just be like, you good? Right. That's how you know you care. Yeah, if okay. I care. All right, I'll take it. I'll All right, take it. so take my care. I mean, nobody cares more than your mom, and that's how my mom that's gives how me your her. Mom so does it? so okay, there it mom, is. There although it is. you're not going to hear this, you know someone else has his back. Shout out to mom. <laughs> Many of us know you started on Wall Street. Mm. From Wall Street to acting, how was that transition? It was a long transition, actually. People don't realize that it, it wasn't just like a, you know, oh, I think I'm going to be an actor, mm -hmm. and boom, you just jump in and you're starring in films. I mean, it was uh, well over seven years of trying and failing and trying and failing mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe trying and getting a little bit, you're getting a small role here or mm -hmm. a commercial there. and You know, a lot of times when, when I considered, you know, is this the right decision? Like, did I make the right choice? Should I be going back to my previous career, then something big would come up and, and keep hope alive, Faith. so to speak. Yeah, exactly. It's like that little twinkle. Exactly. Yeah. And and I find that, you know, uh, this career is is like that. It ebbs and flows. It's, you have great periods and then you have slow periods. And, you know, what keeps you going is, is you have to constantly believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. And reinventing is important, too. You know... I heard Master P say something about just being in the industry or any industry or even when you are in control of how you move as an actor, uh, entrepreneur, individual. And he said everybody has moments, mm -hmm. you know, where you have to sit back and um, revisit everything because when you're hot, you're hot. Mm -hmm. And then when it's kind of cool, you know, you got to you got to, you know, shift things around or just reshift how you move until your next Thing or whatever yeah. you create and that's real in any I think in any type of career even when you're transitioning going into the next thing yeah my old agent would always say listen heat comes and goes but talent doesn't hey. if you have talent that's there to stay you just have to you know weather the storm mm -hmm. and eventually boom and it always worked out exactly because that longevity people there's a lot of hot things that are cooling off yeah I could say you know I started in 2001 really taking this business seriously mm -hmm. You know, so it's 2018. You know, so well you you're I'm, you're, I'm pretty, you're staple. You're solid. I'm, I'm I'm pretty happy with you know the way things have worked out. But I, you know I would be lying if I said that you know I don't still fight. Mm -hmm. You know you still got to fight for what you want. It's not like people are just throwing things at you and mm -hmm. oh you know I'm just gonna turn down these next five rolls. Nah, like you you, you know when you see something you want, want absolutely 100. Yeah. percent Oh wow. Yeah. So then that leads me to ask you: Have you um, had that? favorite acting role you know that's so a far. that's a really good question because people always ask me what what was your favorite mm -hmm. you know job and, and I'm, i haven't i don't haven't found it yet it's you not that i haven't it. found it it's that every single it. job i've loved mm -hmm. i could pick a couple but i ain't gonna mention them that's that i good. didn't love don't, don't. as much <laughs> i'm gonna say as much you know because it's funny was it like, in the beginning those you, projects nah you know what it is is some bless oh. you in some ways and some bless you in other ways you know some have blessed me financially you know, others have blessed me creatively. I know one. And there's some that have blessed me in both, right. in both ways. You yeah. know, so 
you know how they say, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, some things you just have to be like, you know what? It may not be something that I'm crazy about right now, but thank you, God, for the ability to take care of my mom and, you know, pay the bills. And, you know, I mean, we it's it's a a great job. It's it's a great job. Right. Right. So, you know, we're always looking for that job that does both. Mm hmm. But that's the gift that right. That's the that that's what now we're in the era of creating, you know, just as how you created this podcast yeah. and everything that you create. And, you know, like now we have the opportunity where we can uh, take control of our own. The industry is so mm-hmm. open to to creators, you know, and all you need is that first one. That's it. You know, you need that first one. Once you get that first one, then other things open up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, doing this opened up so many other doors that I didn't even think about. 100%. Yeah. So 100%. it's like, I can't talk about it now, but it's like dope. Right. Yeah. But it would not, those other doors were there. They were always there. They were always there. But until you knocked on them. Well, I had to come out of my comfort zone. There you go. Because this wasn't, right. I was like, oh, I'm not talking you, to You're a very else. private person. I'm very You like private. to be behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You don't like being in front of cameras. <laughs> but once you were, now those other doors were waiting for to be, to, they now were waiting ready, to open. Lass. There you go. Why yeah, not? not ready. Hey, <laughs> sign the check. Yes. <laughs> sign the check. <laughs> so, okay, my producer. <laughs> nah, don't put it off on your producer. It really is. Don't like, put it off on look, your producer. Mm-hmm. Look at her. I already know. Don't tell I already know where this is okay, going. Go I'm ahead. A, look, I'm going to work it out real nice for you. Go ahead. Do you get tired of being asked, are you dating? Yeah. It becomes uh, the main topic. Like, no matter what I'm promoting, eventually it gets back to that. And I was like, I don't ask questions that I don't like being asked. Right. Yeah, no. Nah. So, you know what I mean? 100%. I mean, it. you know, it comes with the territory. Yeah. You know, your fans want to know. People want to know. So it's not an offensive question. But um, when I when I have been dating, mm-hmm. usually I don't disclose. Right. You know, and when I'm not dating, you know, there's nothing really to talk about. about. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for me, uh, I'm a very, very private person when it comes to dating in this business because I feel like when you let, you know, like, for example, I have 300,000 followers on Twitter, uh, around the same three and some change on Instagram, close to half a million on Facebook. When you let that many strangers into your home and into your personal life, when you're ready to kick them out, it's kind of hard to get all mm-hmm. those people out. You know, and you look yeah. at, you know, a lot of these celebrities, because now the fashionable thing is the whole power couple thing. I don't, well. Everybody's I, posting as couples and couples workouts and vacation you know, look, and we you know, do this and we do that. I'm naive. And, so yeah. he was like, that's trending. I was like, no, that's the new not. thing. Yeah, no, that's the he new thing. He was like, well, everybody you know, oh, is married. I was like, no, I know people who, they, well, they are married. Yeah, so no. So I know people who are solid in it or been in it the, for a long it, time. You know, you know, so. it, it's like, it's like promotion also has like fads and phases and now we're going through a couple's phase. Well, that's you know? not cute. But to me, I feel like when you do that, when you do that, you're opening your home up for criticism, mm-hmm. you know, and you got to be careful who you let in your home. Like, you're not just going to let anybody in your home. Oh, you know, I know all about You know that. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but you're essentially doing that, you know, mm-hmm. you're letting millions of people in and then when y'all have a problem, guess what? Now you get mad when they have an opinion. Who you got to blame but yourself? You let them in. Well, when that, things were good, you didn't mind them well, saying, y'all so that? cute, <laughs> y'all are goals, and all this other stuff. But now... Well, what about the married couples? Because I see a lot of married couples. Yeah. You got Megan and Devon. You got Oprah with her honey bear now, which right. he's a rock. Well, he's like, been around forever. But yeah, Stedman's been around years. forever. But look how many jokes Stedman has had to endure. Well, but, Stedman but, was a punchline at but, the barbershop but, but look, for years. But Oprah had his back. So you got to get you a, 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 a Oprah. guy. Oprah. 
had it. I mean, Oprah ain't married. She's still a man. No, I'm kidding. You know what? Well, well, you don't know that. I'll be be first man at the White House. Um, Nah, but you know, you're right. We don't know that. You don't know. You don't know that. And there's different ways that people get married now. And after 10 years, you're common law anyway. That's true. That's true. So now they just got contracts to protect each other. Yeah, especially in California. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be careful who you move in in California. Oh, I know. Right? Yeah, I've never shacked, but. You haven't? Ooh, I ran away from it. They were trying. Yeah. I, had, I had about two. Who you let somebody shack in L.A. two years, Is right? Two years? If they're in for two years, you are pretty much married <laughs> yeah. legally. So you're, so you're kicking them out after two years, last? A, a, a year and <laughs> 11 months. Oh, she, you better be sure that's the right one. She don't know she coming with a... Man, listen. <laughs> with a temporary, like on this date. Right. A wrap. They're like, man, half. Give me half. Nah, but you know, I, I mean, listen, I, I I think that, yeah, it's It's serious. It's serious. Be careful who you let in. But there's hiding someone. I don't think you should hide someone. I don't hide. I'll go to restaurants. I'll go to events. Mm-hmm. I'll go to wherever I'm invited. If I'm dating somebody, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're going out. There's a difference between hiding and just being private. Mm-hmm. Being private is I'm not going to promote it like I do my drinks with Laz. Mm-hmm. You know, or I'm not going to promote it like when this episode drops. I'm going to promote that. You've never promoted it? No, I've never promoted it. I'm just asking. I don't want, I don't want, even even sometimes my own family's opinion is something that, you know, you got to be like, all right, you know what? Thank you, but, but enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Yeah. If I mess up and I crash and burn on this one, I'm that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just own it. Because mm-hmm. this happened. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people think that men are the only ones that cheat, but women cheat too. Mm-hmm. I've been cheated on. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been dogged out. Yeah. I've been left for somebody else. This happened. Mm-hmm. You know, but do I want to deal with that on social media? Well, they don't got to know the story. Oh, they'll know the story. How they know the story? The minute they see that person <laughs> with somebody else. Mind your business. Man, listen. You cannot care. Listen, listen. Easier said than done. Because sometimes they find out before you do. <laughs> oh I yeah promise you if that happened I will be like left eye listen peace, I, will burn I have had fans that I'm telling you they're a handful some some I've had some that you know God you bless them be dating folks in these streets last no 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 I'm talking about fans oh. I'm talking about fans like they become so invested yes. in you and your life you know what I did a, a whole episode about this with um, Simone I. Smith LL's wife right we were talking about how people are so invested right and then all of a sudden crash burn it's like a soap opera right there's a certain there's a fine line between invested and creepy <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and like when somebody's invested, mm-hmm. I love that because mm-hmm. I know that I have somebody who is ride or die. When I drop mm-hmm. a movie, they're going to go see it. They're going to spend their $15 right. and go see it. That to me, I'll never be able to repay that. That's right. a loyal fan. Yeah. But when they start like, you know, holding something against you, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, y- you didn't do this or you should have done that or, you know. Oh, I, well, you oh, just got to ignore it. Okay. Well, I've learned, I learned... With one incident, just don't read the comments. Yeah, that's another. That's so a good I, one. So I don't read the comments. That's a I good one. I was like, for real? But you know what, though? Even now, social media, you have to read the comments and engage. Because engagement is what... I might do a little... Like brands, like yes. brands, uh-huh. when they pick ambassadors to work with, it's not just about how many followers you have. It's your engagement. Because mm-hmm. there are people that have 4 million followers, and when they post something, they only have... 300 because comments. they bought their followers. That could be true. That could be true. But but that's how they pick people as to, okay, you know what? If this person only gets three, 400 comments 
and they got four million followers, they don't have no engagement. People don't care. Yeah, because you know? they bought their followers. So you you have to actually engage your fans. Like when I drop a drinks with Laz, I want to know what they're saying. If somebody has a comment, oh, you know, yeah, you Remy's some, too harsh. You got some faithful. Um, I'll go in and I'll comment. I'll be like, try it with this. You know, or when I made like a peach drink and somebody was like, oh, you know, I went to the store, but the peaches were looking such and such. You know, I went in and I was like, add some agave syrup. You know what I'm saying? Just to like sweeten it up since peaches aren't in season right now. And mm-hmm. when people realize that you're reading your their comments and responding to them, you get more engagement. Well, I would probably do it for all of 60 seconds. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but I you know what, out. though? Fashion is so big. Like, here's one thing, though. So I don't have the amazing O'Kara Banks on payroll styling mm. me on a week-to-week basis. But, but my next yeah. show, my next show, when I get them checks flowing Y'all week-to-week, hear them. Y'all hear you know them. what I'm saying? Y'all I'll be able them. to afford O'Kara because I heard, you know, word on the street is, you know, your price tag is kind of up there, man. I you don't know, know what? And that brings us to our next question. <laughs> do, do you do you think you would ever produce or direct? And if you decided to take on either or both, what would you prefer the genre be? Okay, so uh, I recently launched a production company. Okay. Um, and right now, I'm actually pitching shows nice. around town. I have a couple of reality shows, unscripted, and I have a couple of scripted shows. What's the name shows. of the production company? Abundancia Pictures. Abundancia yeah, Pictures. Yeah, it means abundance. It means uh, abundance. Really? Yeah, yeah and, and I'm really excited. Uh, I have a producing partner, Oz Borges, uh, who we met. You know, over a project that he wanted me to be involved in, and mm-hmm. and we decided to collaborate together on the project, and then, you know, we started building it from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, producing is definitely something that you know is is new for me. It's a brand new language for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't realize, you know, how many contacts I had that I was not utilizing. Well, you know how I feel. Yeah, about it. You I know, mean, you know what I said. Yeah, I mean, as an actor, you meet so many people. But you're well liked. Too and adored, and you're smart as hell. He's a nerd, but he's a kid. I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. Um, I'm proud. I'm a proud nerd. Though. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. You yeah. need some nerds in your life. Yeah. Little corny nerds. Exactly. Some swag. Exactly. You know, they keep you right. <laughs> 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 they get on your nerves, but they keep you right. That's it. Um, but I think you know. I said about almost. You always push half, me to direct. You've been half, pushing me. And I don't know where that came from. I was like, why are you not directing or using your voice? And you know what, especially with this climate we're in and blackness and Afro, Latino and all of it. Like every, you have a story. Right. You have so many stories. Yeah. So I was just like, when are you going to go ahead and do that? You know what? I I have to. I need to. You need to. Um, It's it's an area that I'm very vocal in. Mm -hmm. I've always watched film and watched other directors work and felt, man, I would have never thought of that shot. You know, or like, ah, maybe I'm not ready. Maybe I need to go to film school. Like, I always felt like Just do some of the creativity I've seen, I would have never come up with that. But you never know what you'll come up with until you're there. If I've learned nothing else about this, even with the podcast, because I had three different men that I'm very, very, very familiar with, and they have three different types of careers, mm-hmm. type of careers, all professionals, mm-hmm. all I respect, that told me, you should do a podcast. I'm like, nah. Right. But I'm in love with it. It's okay. funny. I used to always listen to music in my car. Now I now, listen to podcasts. Yeah. I'm constantly listening to podcasts. Everything from real not. estate investing to script writing to, you like you know, information. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but even something like this, you know, where you have people from different disciplines, like I can learn from that mm-hmm. as well. So know? I just jumped in. I wrote something. I had someone, you know, set up a little um, a producer uh, came in, gave me a format because I wanted to run like a ship. Right. And then now I have my girl Joyce here. Right, right. Joyce. Oh, yeah. To come and take it, you know, to the next level. But what I realized was that I didn't realize my voice made people feel so good in a certain kind of way. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize that I was as comfortable sharing my thoughts right. and interviewing and asking questions. Right. But it ended up being dope because I didn't listen to podcasts. Right. Because I get bored very quick. And, and like, you know what? Podcast, I mean, style and fashion is part of pop culture. But it's very big. But you know, there. okay, I'll, I won't say that before. Everyone started having a podcast when what? it has to do with No, no, no. Now. But, but I'm there's just not saying, that many fashion and there aren't. lifestyle podcasts. There aren't. That's why doors were open. Right. Aside from that, I know you have a couple of ventures outside of acting with Remy Martin and Home Depot. Yeah, Tell yeah. Tell me about the two. So I'm excited about both of them. Uh, I'm a brand ambassador for both. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Home Depot, I work with their HBCU programs. Um, I'm a proud graduate of Howard HBCU, University. HBCU. That's it, Clark HU. Atlanta, All right, you know what it is. So uh, Home Depot, who's headquartered in Atlanta, every year mm-hmm. I go down with a group of other HBCU grads mm-hmm. and we judge uh, these um, proposals that pretty much every HBCU voluntarily uh, sends to Home Depot to win money to enhance their campuses. Nice. So, you know, you know, it's so important for our schools to look competitive and to look as beautiful as all the mainstream schools. Because it's a private institution. Exactly. You know, but they just don't have the funds. They may not have the enrollment. A lot of HBCUs are are very, very small, only hundreds of students. Mm -hmm. So having a beautiful campus is something that off the top makes a parent feel good about leaving their children, Mm. you know, at now for the rest of their lives, you know, possibly. I mean, this is the beginning of the rest the of their lives. The first four years of their life. Yeah. yeah. So Home Depot, Melissa Brown over at Home Depot came up with this this program. Mm-hmm. And Uniworld is mm-hmm. their media partner. Right. And they brought me in to be one of the, the, you know, ambassadors to help not only judge it, but present the awards to these colleges and universities that win. Mm-hmm. And most recently... I was down there because they started a brand new thing with black colleges, which is a 72-hour film challenge. Oh, that's dope. And that's in partnership with the African-American Film Critics Association, mm-hmm. Gil Robertson. And it's dope because this is this is the dopest part about it. And I was that telling these dope. kids, like, look, th- you got the opportunity of a lifetime. Like, I wish I would have had this opportunity, opportunity yeah. when I was a kid right. in school. The winner of this 72-hour film challenge they're going to have their film premiered at the AFCA Awards here in L.A. during Oscar season. Wow. So, that's huge. I mean, everybody was in that room last year. Mm-hmm. Everybody, directors, producers, studio execs, actors, like, everybody. Let me go back to college. So right. <laughs> and so the winner of the 72-hour film challenge is going to have their film presented the there. Platform. So that, yeah, that was, that was super dope. You know, and then with Remy, you know, I was, uh, I, I was selected to be, you know, one of their ambassadors to just kind of, Educate people on on Remy Martin as a brand, on Remy Martin as a lifestyle. Right. Um, for me, I decided, you know, and they've really given us creative freedom to kind of decide how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, how we do it is up to us. For me, my audience is primarily black women. Mm-hmm. And when I talk to them about drinking Remy and drinking brown liquid, right. I'm not a Remy drinker. You see what I'm, I'm saying? Not, yeah. Most, I, most women are kind of standoffish to drinking brown. They feel it's too strong or they feel like it's going to give them a hangover. Or So what I wanted to do was I want to teach you that brown is okay. It's okay to love brown. Liquor. Brown. 
Just well, accept sure. brown in your life. <laughs> brown is good. Brown is good, honey. Brown is amazing. So, so that's what it is because I wasn't, look, I was never a Remy Martin drinker unless right. it was mixed up properly. My only browns come in tequila or if I get bring something back from a Caribbean country, sure. it's their rum. Like a rum or something like that, <laughs> right. So, that. so so, that's what I want to do. I want to just make drinks that are real simple to make at home. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these mixologists that you see online and stuff, they make these drinks with these elaborate <laughs> ingredients that I'm never going to have. But I don't even I know like where to buy them. elaborate ingredients. Yeah, but some of the stuff is, you don't even know where to buy them. Like, you oh. can't even go to Whole Foods and get them. Well, like, are they pureeing them? Are they creating they them? They just, they, the thing is, is that mixologists, they're r- the real drink nerds. Like, I'm making like simple stuff that you can make at home. Like, mm-hmm. my thing is, is if you can't make it at home, then you're not going to buy no, the bottle. No, you're not. No. I want something that's simple. Oh, okay, that, oh, I can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, or something you can make with your girlfriends when, you know, you're watching Scandal or something like that. That's you know? wine. That's wine. We drink wine. You can drink wine or you can drink Remy. You know, Remy is a fine champagne cognac. Well, I didn't know that, but um, soon I will get me a bottle. And I'm going to make sure that y'all have bottles. I'm going to make sure that y'all have bottles. I don't believe him. I promise you. I don't believe him. I promise you. I'm waiting for you to make me a drink. You know what? That would have been been perfect today. three weeks now. See, you know what? definitely last year. I slept because (laughs) I would have brought my ingredients in here today and and made y'all drinks. And made y'all drinks. Man. Sleeping. He didn't take this important today, but now We might have to do a podcast number two then. Okay, we might have to do a, a Remy we day. We actually can come to you and do a podcast number two and you make the drink. Let's do it. I'm Let's down with cracking. that. I'm All down right. with that. Don't act funny. Uh-uh. Answer your phone. I'm not. I All do. right. They're <laughs> <laughs> trying to call a brother out here. So favorite go-to fashions. Okay. Your favorite go-to fashions when you're hosting. Last hosting. Okay. When I'm hosting, uh, you mean like club, like club appearances and oh, club hosting? Oh, I didn't think about that. But yeah, sure, club appearances. You know, I like to keep it simple. I like uh, a, a nice, clean, no logo t-shirt, mm-hmm. you know, some nice, you know, well-fitting jeans mm-hmm. and maybe like, you know, some cool boots, mm-hmm. you know, nice cool. heel boots, yeah. you know, because you don't know like the club, what their policies are, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. And then, you know, I like a t-shirt because if it gets hot in the club, like I might wear a sweater or, or mm-hmm. a zip up jacket. You know, and then I'll be able to take it off and not, you know, melt because I get hot quick. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. And then I, I just like, I, I like basic stuff. You know, I don't like like real flashy, glittery. I'm gonna make them a little flashy, y'all. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, just you know, a little, but just see, a little. But you know what though? Like, I, see, that's another thing is, um, you know, once you get photographed in something flashy, repeat fashion. You know, I'm all about it. That's, that's new. My life. That's new. But you know, I, I, but I, it, repeat fashion wasn't popping well, before. Well, if you're smart in this climate, you don't need to be spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on really great conservative pieces that you can wear over. I know we don't like it, and I know it's been a thing. But I told Tiffany that. That's Tiffany why, Haddish. Yeah, that's yeah. why she. Was but like, she had to make a big deal about the fact that it was well, repeat. Like she had was, to announce it. It's repeat, so they don't kill her. But that's what I told her. But the crazy part is. She should have made a big deal about it so that other people can feel comfortable about doing it. And plus, our first lady did it. Well, I didn't know she did it. Yeah, our first lady, Barbara Walters. It's a ton of people Listen, that's really I don't, fashion. If I like something, I'm going to wear it again. But you should. You know, but when it's super, super flashy and it gets a lot of, because like when it's fly, it's going to get a lot of, you know, reposts and posts. And then when you feel like you want to wear it again, be like, repeat. I usually wear it like in my personal life. Like I wear mm-hmm. it to like a game or something. Yeah. Or, you know. And then it's going to get you uh, while you're on the floor or something. There you go. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to red carpet fashion? I like my, like, you know, Armani suits or tuxes. Mm-hmm. Out of all the other designers, I feel like they've mastered the athletic build. For you? For me. Okay. For me. 
You know, like I know I know my body type, mm-hmm. you know. I have a short torso, long legs. Mm-hmm. You know, so I need something that's going to complement that. It's mm-hmm. a very classic kind of look. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I rock my tuxes, certain suits elongate me, mm-hmm. and Armani does that, mm-hmm. you know. Armani's good. Yeah. I like them. Okay, um, Laz on a date. What, what do you normally wear? On a date. <laughs> I'm like, you don't care. Nah, it's not that I don't care. It really, I mean, you know, dates for me are... Usually just, you know, dinner. On a date, I want to get to know the person, mm-hmm. you know, or catch up, mm-hmm. you know. So it'll it'll mo- most likely be something comfortable. Either some type, you know, a, a jean that, that I'm comfortable in. I'm, I'm pretty simple. simple. Yeah, I'm pretty simple. So, gym lads. Yeah. Long basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't believe in the, <laughs> you know, a lot of guys now, they rocking the tights with nothing yeah. on. <laughs> Nah, man. He was like, "That's too much." Nah, nah. I don't want to know. If I wear tight, yeah. If I wear tights, I'm wearing shorts over it. Like, right. you know, I just I don't need to announce that, you know. <laughs> and you know, everybody's like, you know, eggplant Friday, and they love the you gray sweats with no underwear wanna, under it. It's like, <laughs> listen, I could have a lot more followers if if I did a lot of the. Thirst, I could have thirsty. a lot more followers too if, if I did pe- the thirsty. If thing. you turned around, you'd have a lot Shut more followers. <laughs> you'd have a lot. You would clean house. <laughs> If you turned around, can I make you laugh? Look, if you turned around, you would have more followers oh, than ninety percent of the women out there right now. Look, can you'd I? You'd be in the millions. Stop, Laz. Look, straight up. Can I make you? I'm a. I have. I'm a if you did your podcast standing up, and they had one extra camera, reverse view, filming this way. Here we go. Let me tell you something. No, don't. This will be a top. This will be a trending topic. Look, I can't. Why when I first was in LA, I can't stand both of you. My producer is not supposed to be laughing right now. Cause she knows. She knows. Look. Hey, listen. Well, you know, you know. Look. Listen. It would be rappers banging down this door trying to get interviews well, with O'Kara Banks in the style lounge. Look, I had someone who was like, "Yo, oh, if you want to sell your clothes, this is what you should do." I was like, "You don't tell me to go and be a thirst." Man, listen. I got Felicia Rashad running through my bones. Man, listen. (laughs) O'Kara designs these like, I don't know what you call them, but they're like onesie type, moo-moo like. Matter of fact, I have something for you. It's like a onesie, but it's almost like pajamas that you can wear out. Right. O'Kara. Do not, do you bet (laughs) You can see O'Kara's body through that, and it's like five sizes (laughs) too big. And it's like, yo. Word is bomb. He will never forget that image, Yeah, no, guys, no, no, no. Ever. I'll never forget that. <laughs> he was like, I who's ne- that? Oh, my God. Hold that thought. OTG Essentials' new collection is available at otgessentials.com. Check out my new men's collection and unisex collection this season. On Make- that note, <laughs> I have a gift for you. Yes. Right? yes. From OTG Essentials yes. for Men. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Yeah, is this a onesie? That is not the onesie. Oh, okay. I'll okay. make sure you get a onesie. Yeah, a lot of people dope. like that onesie. The onesie's dope. I know. The onesie is super dope. The onesie's going to be very expensive. And you, and you know what? The, another thing, too, is, is you know, like, the onesie is, like, it's so loose-fitting. But it's very baggy. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's perfect right. for, like, it you know. It just frame. I think it's just the way it frames me. It's one of my most comfortable pieces, so I just yeah. throw it on. Like, that would be dope to, like, like fly in, like, when you're flying cross-country. Because mm-hmm. I like to... I like to always wear sweats when I fly. Well, that's the whole thing. It's comfortable. Yeah. But to me, sweats are, are adult pajamas. That's what sweats you are. You know I promote comfort on the go essentials. There you go. Style lounge, get comfortable. I'm with it's it. It's all about fly, sexy, and comfort. Y'all make sure y'all check out uh, O'Kara's OTG Essentials. OTG essentials. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll show you how to do that. What do you that. call it? 
Do you have a name for it? OTG Essentials. No, I mean like the the onesie. It's not called a onesie, right? No, it's a flight flight suit. Okay, flight suit. Flight yeah, jumper, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so one more thing, chilling at home last. Yeah, chilling at home last. Man, I'm usually in like boxers mm-hmm. and you know a mm-hmm. t a, a V neck, you know Hanes mm-hmm. ultra soft comfort t shirt. Mm-hmm. You, know? you just keep it real. Yeah, like, or or sh- or shorts. Drinking a Pepsi. <laughs> I just thought about that. I don't know. Nah, I'm on that alkaline water. I'm okay. on that alkaline water hard. So he drinks nothing carbonated. That's that. No, I, his... I, I drink carbonated. I'll try to drink soda water. Like I'm trying to keep my sugars down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to drink a lot more water this Me year. Me too. Me too. You know, like I just realized I just do not drink I enough water. I have not drank enough water. Yeah. My lips will be just dry like they are now. Right. Really. And, and it, it hit me when I'm on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, you know how that cold hits you and you dry out yep. like that? And you are forced to drink water. You're yeah. forced to drink Here, water, right. It's a fake illusion. You get right. tricked and you realize you only had a, like a half of a bottle. Exactly, because you're glowing because mm-hmm. you're in the sun, but mm-hmm. it's like, no, I'm dehydrated. And you think Very. you're hungry, but you're really thirsty. Exactly. Yeah. And that's good. Okay, so before you go, mm-hmm. what do you have going on next? And for those who don't already know, where can we find you on social media? Okay, so I'll start off with social media. Okay. Uh, I'm at at Laz Official. So everything is Laz Official. Mm-hmm. My Facebook, my Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, everything is Laz Official. Mm-hmm. And what I have going on next is I'm going to start promoting uh, my next film that comes out in April, April 27th, called Traffic. Traffic. It stars Paula Patton, mm-hmm. Omar Epps, uh, Rosalind Sanchez, mm-hmm. and myself. Mm-hmm. It's a thriller. It's a thriller? It's a thriller with a message. Well, I'm going. But it's a dope-ass thriller. Like, it? it's so you're the, excited about it. Oh, I'm so excited when about it. When do you start it. press? Uh, we start in February. Oh, see, yeah, there it comes we go. out. It come, yeah, I know. Y'all I know. should see it. I already know. I already know. I'll look better for three months, and then I'll look back to my then old. Then you gonna look regular. Last we'll see if he nice basic last. Let's see. Basic last again. <laughs> After April, I'll be basic last again. You won't be basic. You never basic. Um, but yeah, so I have that. And what else do I have going on? Oh, uh, and Detroit is nominated for best ensemble cast. Yes. For the Image I saw Awards. Detroit. I support. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. So you know, hopefully Monday, you know, we'll, we'll come out with happens. a victory. That'll be if we win, that'll be my second Image Award. Yay. Um. So you know. We'll see. Just excited. Good things. Yeah. Twenty eighteen yeah. should be nice. Yeah. So far, so good. No complaints. <laughs> Listen to your spirit. Take time to be still. I want to say thank you for hanging out with me in the style lounge last. Thank I you really for having me. We made it easy for you to find us. Follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Style Lounge Podcast. Search for Style Lounge. The Style Lounge is executive produced by K.O. Banks Productions and is recorded at Rick D's Entertainment Studios in Burbank, California. Michael Motion is our engineer and editor. Music for the show is produced by Eric Dawkins for E-Flat Music Group. Peace, blessing, and light.